Hey, this is Jim. Let's set something straight. There is only one way that I've ever seen. I've been selling physical product online, my team and I, tens of millions of dollars over the past decade plus. 17 years for me, more than that for some of the members on our team. On Amazon, let's be very clear. There is only one way to know if you are using the absolute best keywords to describe your item that you're trying to sell. Only one. There's no tool you can buy. There's no kit, course, training, anything out there. If it counters what I'm telling you right now, you're not optimizing for the best keywords. And that's what we're going to discuss on today's show. Hey, this is Jim of Silent Sales Machine Radio. You can go to silentjim.com to get any resources I might mention on today's episode. But the whole point of today's show is to set the record straight, hopefully simplify this, because man, if I was a new seller right now and I didn't know who to trust and I didn't know what the right tool to buy was, it's overwhelming. There are so many tools now, so many software and apps and courses and things that you could do to supposedly enhance your business. And if the simple question on the floor is, how do I know if I'm using the right keywords to describe my item? It's a confusing question with a thousand answers, but I think we answer it better than anyone and I'm going to reference a few other podcast episodes from the past 18 months or so that really hit home on this issue. So you can be a ninja. You can just know what you know and not be distracted by all the noise and fluff. Okay, so here's the ground rules. Ground rule number one, anyone who tells you anything different, they don't know what they're talking about. Amazon does not release customer behavior data to anyone. So if someone's got a tool out there and it's helping you to identify a niche or identify hot keywords or, you know, it's based on guesses. Now, if they have some actual real data, it's because they've gone in and tried to sell a specific item themselves and they know how many units a day are selling, but you can't possibly sell across all the millions of different products, tens of millions, hundreds of millions. So the data is guessing at least 99% of the time, every tool out there is guessing on these things. Now, some of them are very good. They're very helpful. They're great as brainstorming tools. And we use all different ones. It's hard to say one's a favorite because we've used pretty much any tool on the market at this point to find a great niche. But if the question is, remember the question today that we're going to stay focused in on is, how do I know if I'm using the right keywords when I'm selling an item on Amazon? How can I know for sure? Ground rule number one, we already stated it. Amazon isn't telling anybody, including me, or anyone else with a tool out there, it doesn't matter if they have 10 users, or if they have 50,000 users, it doesn't matter. Amazon is not telling them data. They're not giving anyone any advantages in the tool market, people creating third-party tools to serve sellers, okay? They're just not. So that's a ground rule. The next ground rule is there's only one way that we've identified and one way that in the world that you can test and be sure that the keyword you're using is a popular keyword on Amazon. It's not a third-party tool, it's Amazon itself. When we test, we get Amazon to tell us. And you can only test one keyword at a time. And the only way to do that is to run an Amazon paid ad for your item. It's called the PPI strategy. You don't need tools to do it. You really don't. Now, you can use tools to generate and create a list of possible hot keywords for your product. But you, if you can brainstorm on your own and ask people, ask strangers, 
and simply hold up that item to their face and say, hey, if you were shopping for this item, what keyword phrase would you type in on Amazon? They're going to come up with creative ideas that are every bit as much as worth testing as any tool you could be investing in. So the tools that generate keywords are just generating random lists of possible keywords that might serve you well. Even if they claim they're looking at other sellers, there's no way for you to know that those other sellers on Amazon are actually using the best keywords for their listings. Just because the number one listing on Amazon is using a certain set of keywords in their description or in their listing title, doesn't mean that's the best keyword. Maybe you could be number one if you used a better keyword. No one's discovered it yet. Does that make sense? So hopefully you're hanging with me. We're laying down some ground rules here. Amazon doesn't release customer keyword data to anyone. The only exception is if you're running an ad on a keyword phrase, a specific keyword phrase, like red dog dish, you could run an ad on that specific exact phrase and Amazon will tell you how many people typed that phrase in yesterday, today, last week, last month. They'll tell you, but only if you run an ad against that phrase. Anyone else that claims they can tell you how many people are typing in red dog dish every day on Amazon, they're guessing. Unless they're running an ad, a paid ad, they don't know they are guessing. That's what our PPI strategy is. We test. And at this point, we've tested. We've got about 100 niche markets right now that we aren't even serving yet that we know there is a powerful keyword that's being underserved and we don't have the staff to do it. That's a good problem to have. And that's not the point of today's podcast episode, except for you to realize that's how easy it can be to discover these niche markets. The challenge isn't finding underserved niche markets. It's coming up with the manpower and the money to serve all of these great niche markets that are wide open on Amazon. That's the problem we have. And as a little side note, let's just shelve this conversation, everything we've said so far, set it on a shelf. We'll come back to it in a moment. Let's look at a completely different topic for just a moment. When you look at the business that Brett, Scott, and I, that's the three of us that own this business of educating, selling product, the whole big, the whole enchilada, right? The three of us run this we look at it, we're at a big fork in the road and we've already committed one direction. We're all in on one. But the two directions we could go is, let's hire a whole bunch of people. I mean, we're talking 100 people right now, 20 people a month or so. Now, this isn't a number I've discussed with Brett. That's just kind of me doing the math to help us tackle all of these niche markets. Let's get a building. Let's get a roof over that building, a parking lot. Everyone comes to work every day. They're paid. They pound away at the data. We launch these products. We know they're going to work because we've done our PPI research. We've found these gaps in the market. And again, I'm going to tell you past podcast episodes where you can start to understand what PPI is, how to do it. We walk you right through it. Yes, it's a course. If you want to go through and get the training, it's part of Proven Amazon course. But our past podcast episodes, we've got three of them specifically I'm going to mention here in just a minute. And it's in the show notes too. If you go listen to those, you're going to be sold, excited, fired up, and equipped to go do the PPI strategy, okay? But so here's our option. Here's our fork in the road I was talking about. We go build this building. We hire all these people. We bring them in. We're launching product after product based on proven data, gaps in the Amazon market that we've identified in most cases using no outside tools, software, or resources of any kind because you don't, until you've got the data from Amazon, anybody's third-party tool guesses are meaningless. 
So we've gotten really good at just going into Amazon and testing different things that we think might be hot and finding them regardless of what tools. You see, let me, let me give you an example about a tool for just a second. I'll talk about the fork in the road. I know I'm diverging again, but no tool in the world can tell you, hey, there's a bunch of people every day looking for product X on Amazon and no one's selling it yet. There's no tool that can tell you that. There just isn't. You've got to test on Amazon to find that out. And that's what we're good at. So the fork in the road we're at is go hire a bunch of people or partner up with a bunch of people from our community, which we're doing. Remember, we talked about those thousand people who partnered up with us this past Christmas, helped us do some exciting things. A lot of those people are saying, hey, I'm all in. I want to help you guys launch a brand. I want to be a part of that as that rolls out. I want to grow this. So rather than us having a building where everyone comes to work every day, we're talking about partnering up with our community and launching products in partnership arrangements where you get a brand, you get a product, you get the tool. We help fuel it. We help with the marketing. And it's a, it's a partnership arrangement where everybody's benefiting. And we are lowering our risks of having employees, having a building, having, you know, it's just not a good time, in my opinion, to be building a six-story building and filling it with people and launching a business. Just, you're such a big target at that point for all kinds of things, as you can imagine. I'd much rather be spread out all over the planet, be able to move our headquarters in a week to whatever country we want, wherever it's most beneficial from a tax purposes standpoint, and be working with the best people in the world, business building warriors from around the world. So that's our vision. And it's, it's not some kind of dream world we're living in. I mean, it's already happening. We're already millions of dollars into this process, launching great products. So that was a little side conversation. You'll hear Brett and I talking more about that, those topics in the coming months, weeks, and months. But let's get back over to our main topic now, the one we set on the shelf. Again, how do I know if I'm using the best keywords when describing my item on Amazon? How do I know? In the description and in the, the bullet point listings, you know, a few different places sprinkled in, but mainly in the product description, which is where 90% of the action is. How do I know that I've got the right ones? There's only one way to know. And that is to test through an ad where Amazon tells you exactly what keywords you should be using. And let's use my red dog dish example again. Let's say I've got a thousand red dog dishes and they're selling kind of slow. And my description says red dog dish. How do I know if I can beat that or not? Is there a tool or software or you know some app I can buy that's going to tell me if that's the best keyword? The only way to know is to test other keywords in ads. Now, I'm not a color guy, but those of you who know an artist, what other words might you use for the color red? Brainstorm that list. Test those colors in an ad. So, you know, maybe it kind of looks pink to some people. I don't know. It, it, it said red when we manufactured it, but some people think it looks pink. Okay, so let's test pink dog dish. Let's run an Amazon ad so that every time someone types pink dog dish into the top bar, into the search bar on Amazon, our product shows up in sponsored ads. Now, this is not an attempt to sell more dog dishes, although that'll be a nice side benefit once we dial this in. We're not running this ad to sell more dog dishes. We're running this ad because if we tell Amazon, hey, we want to send traffic to pink dog dish, every time someone types that into the Amazon search bar, Amazon's going to tell us, Hey, guess what happened yesterday? 48 people typed pink dog dish into the Amazon search bar. 
And you're going to think to yourself, wow, that's interesting because only 23 people a day are typing red dog dish into the search bar. So I think maybe pink is better. And that next run of dog dishes, we're going to make them way more pink than they are because that's a more popular search phrase. There's no way to know which is more popular unless you test through running ads and you can set, you can set a limit. If you run ads on Amazon, set a limit a few dollars a day and you can know which of those two is more popular. Now, how do we know when we've got the most popular? This is a bit of a brain teaser. How can you know beyond a shadow of a doubt, know for certain 100% positive that you've got the absolute best keyword that you could possibly have and the best listing that you could possibly have to sell a product? I'll let you think about that for a moment. You could even pause this for a second. Based on all the training we've given you, based on everything we've, you've ever heard us talk about around here, and based on all the, the promises of the tools that are floating around out there, how can you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you have the absolute best keywords in the description of your product on Amazon? I would propose, now that you've paused it and you're listening again, I gave you a chance to pause. I would propose that you can't possibly ever know you just can't. Unless Amazon tells you and reveals to you all the data of what all the shoppers are typing in all day, every day. And Amazon's the only one that knows this, by the way, across the tens of millions of different products with tens of thousands pouring onto the platform every day. They don't have the ability themselves. They would have to hire tens of thousands of people every month to keep up with this data. They just can't. That's why they rely on the third party marketplace to keep up with it. All these new popular search phrases that are popping up constantly, only Amazon knows. Only Amazon knows. So there's no way for you to ever know. But what you can know is, oh, this term is outperforming the term I was using. So let's switch. Let's use the better term. And that becomes your baseline. So the only thing you can know for sure is, I knew what my baseline was before. We were using a search term that had 50 people a day typing it into the search bar. And now we're using a search term that has 112 people a day, right? That's an improvement. The more people every day that are typing in your keywords that lead to your listing, the more popular a phrase it is. And you're on a constant quest to get a product that has as many people a day typing into the Amazon search bar, that exact phrase. And there's no way to ever know when you hit complete optimization. You just can't. There may be a more popular term you haven't brainstormed yet. It could change over time. Certain words come in and out of popularity, right? It could be a matter of changing your product. It could be a matter of changing the keywords, but it's a constant quest is the point I'm making. There's no such thing as 100% optimized. You're always, always split testing. It's the same thing we do with sales pages. Those of us who sell maybe information products, you'll never know that you've got a perfectly optimized sales page. You know that you have a baseline that beats your old baseline. Our conversion rate used to be 4%. Now it's 6.5%. And we're going to keep sending a portion of our traffic to these test pages until we can get it up to something above 6.5%. And once we've consistently seen like a 9% conversion rate, well, we'll make that our new baseline and then we'll be testing out something else. So you're never actually truly optimized on Amazon. I don't say that to be confusing. I say that to just simply drive the point home that there's no one out there if they're speaking with great authority telling you they can help you find the exact keyword that you should be using because they've got a tool that will help you do it, don't trust the tool. Trust Amazon. 
Trust the data Amazon gives you over any third-party tool. And the only way to get data from Amazon is our PPI strategy. And I promised you three podcast episodes that will get you fired up and equipped to start testing the PPI way. That's episode number two of this podcast, episode 16, and episode 31. I'll stick that in the show notes for you so you don't have to write those down. Two, 16, and 31. If you go back and listen to those, you're going to get pretty fired up about the PPI strategy and how simply it can be deployed. It's not expensive. For a few dollars a day, you can be testing a large number of keyword phrases and figuring out which ones are very, very popular and which ones just aren't. And the phrase is the gold. The keyword phrase is the gold, not the product. We spend a lot of time as sellers looking for that perfect product. And when we start new sellers out, yeah, we want them to go find a product that they can sell. We want to show you, you can turn $5 into $40 and do it over and over again. That's great. But until you have your own product that's based on a very popular underserved keyword phrase, you're going to be in product chasing mode. And we want to get you eventually out of product chasing mode, which again, you can build a million dollar a year business as a couple in product chasing mode and creative bundles and, and integrating some of this strategy I'm teaching you today into that. But until you have your own product that's based on a popular keyword phrase, or better yet, you build an audience around a new phrase, which is something we're able to do now because of the size of our audience, we can invent a word that didn't exist before and make that the search phrase that people are using. We put it into the lexicon of our community and they become they start searching for that. That's what we're trying to do with Dynasty Toys. We want people kind of like they do with Lego. You know, it's some kid's birthday's coming up, so they go on Amazon and type Lego for boys. See what's new, right? We're doing that with our brands where they type in Dynasty Toys for little girls. We want that to be a recognized brand. So that's the power. We've invented a word that people are using in search phrases. And no one else can have that word. It's our word. That's the ultimate powerful example. But there's plenty of gaps out there where people are typing in search phrases every day on Amazon and no relevant product is coming up. There are millions of these gaps to be found. We've identified a whole bunch of them and we need help serving them, actually. And we've got a community of people lined up, ready to partner up with us. But the vast majority of people listening to this show today, I'm talking to you. If you're not sure what category you belong in, I'm talking to you right now. You're in the category where you're not sure if you're using the right keyword phrase to sell your items. Now, this doesn't apply if you're selling retail arbitrage items. The description's already written. Someone probably already set up a listing and you're just bringing another item to that listing. You don't have the power to go in and monkey with it, odds are, and change to more powerful keywords. I'm talking about when you're bringing new products to Amazon, product listing, or maybe a bundle or a multi-pack or a truly new product that doesn't exist there yet, or it's got a really strange name. Maybe it's a local food product from a farmer's market. It's a barbecue sauce and it's named Earl's Hot and Spicy. Well, no one's going on Amazon every day and typing in Earl's Hot and Spicy, right? They haven't heard of it except in your little hometown where everyone loves it. No one on Amazon knows. Your job is to find out when people are shopping for barbecue sauce, what search phrase are they using? What creative search phrases are they using besides barbecue sauce? There's other things that they're typing in. Is it hot and spicy? Is it sweet? Is it Southern style? Is it barbecue sauce for ribs? Is it barbecue sauce for fried chicken? I don't know. And none of the third-party tools out there know either. 
But you know who does know? Amazon. And you know how you, how you can get Amazon to tell you exactly which of those keywords is used the most every day on their platform? Run test ads for a few dollars against each of those phrases that I just mentioned and the 50 more that you could brainstorm with your friends tonight without any tool. That's how you find out what the hottest keyword phrase is. This is one of those episodes where if you've never been introduced to this topic before, because of the speed and the pace of which I'm talking, I just know that some people are scratching their head going, oh, this sounds complicated. Trust me, it's not. It really isn't. It's something maybe you need to listen to a couple times, but this isn't a complicated subject. And let me just paint a picture. Visualize this with me, if you will. Here we have a website that wants to sell everything. Amazon. They want to sell every physical product they can possibly sell. They want to be the everything store. Anything you can imagine, anything you want, any search phrase you type in, they want a relevant product there to serve and sell. How far along in that process are they? Some people would say they're there and they've been there for a while. I say they're not even halfway there yet. Based on the numbers I'm seeing, they're not even halfway there. I mean, my wife uses Amazon more than I do. So she is a source of information for me. She comes to me all the time. She's looking for a Christmas present or a birthday present for a friend of hers. And she's like, hey, Jim, I typed in you know, whatever the phrase is today. Nothing relevant came up. It was not, nothing was even close. And that's just one person. That experience is happening to millions of Amazon shoppers all day, every day. They're typing in a phrase, looking for a certain product. And the stuff that comes up is either irrelevant, poor quality, bad reviews, overpriced, huge, huge gaps in the marketplace, millions of them. So everything I'm talking about today is saying, hey, there's an opportunity for you to jump in there and fill some of those gaps. That's it. How do you know when you're filling a gap? When you're bringing a product that a lot of people are searching for based on the search phrase that they're using. And I've just told you how to identify those search phrases and know for sure that you're serving a hot search phrase. Okay. So do some creative brainstorming on this one. Think it through a little bit. You don't have to go invest in a tool. You don't have to go out and pay a bunch of money to learn how to be a, a keyword ninja. No, it's not complicated stuff, guys. It really isn't. We've got a young man on our team I told you about, you know, very recently. He took our basic keyword training. We hired him to peel stickers off of retail stuff. We still got to have him on a podcast episode, and we will soon. If it's not arranged yet, it will be very soon. But he discovered a quarter million, sold a quarter million of his product in a few months because he jammed together a few good keywords and they weren't being served. <laughs> you type them in. One great way to know they're not being served is to just type them into Amazon. Don't spend a dime on it. Just go to Amazon, type in popular keyword number one with popular keyword number two. And the way he knew they're popular is because in his world, a lot of people were talking this way, using these keywords, talking about, you know, he's a gamer. So he said, hey, there's three or four keywords here that are floating around. I see them everywhere. But when I type them into Amazon, nothing relevant's coming up. So I'm going to go create that item, bundle it together, and bam, took off instantly. Because when he tested that keyword phrase with an ad, after he typed it into Amazon, he tested it with an ad and saw, holy cow, there are a bunch of people every day typing in that keyword phrase. Bunch of people. I'm going to put a product in between that keyword phrase and their Amazon experience. So there's actually something on the page for them to look at rather than irrelevant random junk that doesn't match the keyword phrase. I'm going to put a perfect package together that does match that keyword phrase and boom, it took off selling like wildfire. That's the game. It can be that easy. 
It doesn't have to be a new product. Remember, it could be a bundle, a creative bundle of popular products that already exist. Okay, so hopefully this is something to get you fired up and excited. Keep testing. That's the lesson. It's a theme around here. Test, 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 test. These tests cost you five or 10 bucks, you know, maybe 50 if you're aggressive and you can stumble into some amazing gold mines of product and potential and new markets. All right, that's it. So how do you know if you're using the best keyword phrase for your listing? Ask Amazon. They'll tell you. They'll be happy to tell you one keyword phrase at a time. They will be happy to tell you and they'll tell you much more accurately than any tool on the market. Hey, this was a fun episode for me. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember your homework. Go listen to episode 2, 16, and 31. And one other piece of homework, if you haven't told a friend recently about this podcast episode and they're trying to make money using the internet creatively, please spread the word. All you got to do is tell them, go to silentgym.com and look for the podcast link. There's a link typically somewhere on that page at the top or the bottom. We move it around sometimes. Right now it's on top, I think. silentgym.com. Click on podcast. Check out all the great free episodes and a little tip. Start at the beginning, but keep up with the new stuff too, because sometimes we do announce time-sensitive information, but we do everything we can to keep this podcast, keep this show evergreen as well, which means you can listen to this stuff from the very beginning. 95% of it is dead on accurate and useful for right now today. That's our goal is to make it evergreen. And we believe that's what we've accomplished so far with this show. So jump in anywhere. All right. God bless you, business building warrior. I can't wait to do another episode real soon. We'll talk to you then. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.